That's right, y'all. Daddy is home at JWB Fantasy. I got to get used to where the logo is. Happy you're here. Thanks for checking us out. It's Dumpster Diving with Daddy, episode one. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys, for joining. Honestly, I'm nervous as hell. I have recorded this show now three times because I keep screwing up. I keep getting nervous, and i am decided that I'm going to be myself. I've been doing this now for three years. I look for those gross starts, those players that you just wish you didn't have on your roster, but there's literally nobody better. It's like that 2 a.m. in the club, and you have no other option, and the person next to you has a pulse, so you say good enough. But they have value, especially this year, man. Everybody is getting hurt. I feel like the most tweeted out word is hamstring. It is constant. It is every single day. So I know you're hurting. I know you're screwed, and you think you have no hope. But that's what this show is for. If you're looking for someone to tell you, start Justin Jefferson. Hey, you should probably take a look at that Travis Kelsey guy. Mark Andrews might be a good start. Man, that's not for you. You have a million people on Twitter that are going to get there. But if you want to get weird, if you want to get dirty for the next 18 weeks, that's right here. We are going to talk about quarterbacks and tight ends outside of the ESPN consensus top 15 that are going to finish in the top 12. We're going to give you a running back and a wide receiver outside of the ESPN consensus top 20 that are going to go smash. Going to give you a top 12 start. And then we're also going to give you three players that ESPN is ranked higher than the guy that I chose that you should start them over. There's going to be some names where you're going to think I'm nuts, man. Call it out in the column. Call it out everywhere in the comments. This guy's an idiot. He has no idea what he's talking about. But I want you to follow along, and I want you to have fun. Because, listen, last year, how'd we do? Well, I'm happy you asked. Man, the top 12 picks hit at 38%. We're talking massive underdogs hitting at almost 40%. In those lineup choices I told you about, man, we hit at 63%. When you're talking underdogs, that's not half bad. That's what you're looking for. So if you're down in the dumps, if you're looking at your team and you're wondering who should I start? This is the show for you. These guys might be on waivers. If they're not, you're going to be able to get them in trade for next to nothing because we're dumpster diving. They're waiver wire fodder. They're fancy trash. But one man's trash is another player's treasure. And that's what we're going to find out. So today, I'm going to give you a little bit of flavor. Just a little bit. Just a tip, if you will. Just see if you like it. I'm going to give you four players that I think are going to smash next week. What we're going to do first and foremost, which is super important is we're going to do accountability. I am going to tell you how they finished. What did we get right? But most importantly, what did we get wrong? What did we learn from Is There's something in the process that went off. And as the season goes on, what's great is we're going to get more data. We're going to learn more about these defenses. We're going to find out who can't cover the slot worth a damn. We're going to find out whose front four is trash. We are going to find out who are those lineups you have to pick apart. Last year, man, I would start any tight end against the Arizona Cardinals. Anyone. You could have rolled out Mike Gusecki, my least favorite player in the world. And I'm smashing him in my lineup because everybody was scoring on the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody. I'm not going to make a dirty joke about that, but you know where I'm going with it. So today, these four guys, you're going to feel gross. You're going to feel just that nasty feeling like I can't put them in my lineup but you can and you should 
because the only thing more important than talent is matchups. And if there's a soft schedule for a decent player, they can become a star for just one week. And that's all you need them for. Once we're done here next week, throw them back aside because I'm going to give you four more. See y'all ready? Let's dive in and let's get weird. Starting right out at quarterback, man. I don't think I actually have this guy on any roster. There's been some people that have been tweeting about him because they want to retweet it later, show you how smart they were just in case he blows up. If he doesn't, they'll just delete the tweets. We know how this game works. But, man, watching in Commanders, Sam Howell, oh, it just feels gross. But you know what's worse and more gross than Sam Howell is the Arizona Cardinals who were 21st in points allowed against opposing quarterbacks last year. And what did they do? Nothing. They just got rid of Isaiah Simmons, which honestly is probably for the best. They didn't know how to use him. But now you have Sam Howell showing up, and he's coming in at quarterback 19. I mean, that's wild. And I think there's two things at play here. Number one is we have no idea what to expect from Howell, and I get it, second-year guy, fifth-year, uh, fifth-round draft pick. Who knows what we're going to get, but hell, he looked pretty good in the preseason. And the second thing is I think we're actually overestimating how bad this Arizona Cardinals offense is going to be. Washington's defense is really not much to be afraid of. Chase Young has his weekly injury again. I mean, there, there's really nothing at Washington that makes you fearful. So to think that all of a sudden they're going to blow out Arizona and only throw for one half, which is what I think is keeping Howell's value down, I just don't see that being the case. Call it a mid-off, if you will, between these two teams. But I think it's going to go four quarters. It's going to be close enough. Hell, Arizona might ruin their chances for the first overall pick this week. I mean, if they're going to win one, hell, this might be the one. So I'm putting Sam Howell in my lineup against this weak defense. He has the weapons. We know he has the arm talent. So who are we going to start him over? Well, right out of the gate. And I'm starting him over Anthony Richardson against the Jags. Without Jonathan Taylor there, I just don't see that Indianapolis Colts offense doing anything. I think Richardson's been trying to stay in the pocket a little too much. I think you're going to see him grow and explode. I just don't think it's going to be this week. Want another big name? What Russell Wilson against the Raiders? Sure, the defense doesn't scare you, but you know what does? Russell Wilson. I mean, that guy had no control over the offense, and now he's trying to learn that Sean Payton offense. Maybe that brings some value. Probably not week one. And then lastly, Deshaun Watson in a – in-state rivalry against the Bengals, Watson just doesn't look like he has it after being off from football for now a year and a half. I'm just not trusting him in any lineup. Howell over those three, all of which rated higher than him on ESPN this week. So what about running back? Raheem Mostert. Don't worry, I'm not going to make a lame-ass must-start joke, but Raheem Mostert is a guy coming in at running back 29 against a weak, weak L.A. Chargers defense. I mean, you're talking a high-scoring matchup with the team that just can't stop the run. And most of the last man standing, Jeff Wilson on IR. A-Chain did practice in full, but man is coming off of an Undertaker-style powerbomb that wrecked his shoulder and hasn't had time to learn the offense. So while he might get a little bit of run, this is Mostert's backfield this week. Don't get it twisted. And now you're talking about a team that was 24th against opposing running backs in a high-scoring game 
what else do you want? There is literally no reason to have Mostert on your roster if you're not going to play him in this particular lineup. Get him in there. This is an easy, easy top 12 start. If you're going to listen to one of the four guys I give you, this is absolutely the one. So who are we putting him over? And I'm not touching Najee Harris against that 49ers defense. James Cook with Damian Harris looks like he's taking the goal line carries in really what's a stout New York front seven of the Jets, not interested. And Alexander Madison against Tampa, I just don't see it. Not that much talent. Give me Raheem Mostert over those three. Top 12 smash. That's going to be my guarantee for the week. Let's see if it comes true. Then coming up at wide receiver, man, I love, love, love me some Jahan Dotson coming in a wide receiver 33 against the aforementioned Arizona Cardinals. What do we love about Dotson? Scoring, 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 getting those touchdowns. The other thing we like is opportunity, and his target share went up as the year went on. And now who's he competing with? A half-broken-down Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin with turf toe. And the weird kind of weapon that is Curtis Samuel. I think Jahan Dodson leads this team in targets. So how can you not smash Sam Howell and add Jahan Dodson on? I mean, there's no reason not to have those two paired together this week. Good matchup. Good target share. Really expecting Washington to put up some points. I expect both him and his quarterback to finish in the top 12. Love Jahan Dodson. How much do we love him? More than Mike Evans against Minnesota more than Debo Samuel against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and more than Mike Williams against the Miami Dolphins, who I think is going to cede some targets to the rookie Quentin Johnston while Keenan Allen is going to continue to eat. I like Jahan Dotson over all of those three, and if you want a bonus one, he outscores his teammate McLaurin as well. Now, last but not least, to the tight end position. I wanted to triple stack Washington. It just didn't feel fair. Honestly, if you have a tight end on your roster that's playing against the Arizona Cardinals, you have to play them. You just have to. I mean, they were pitiful against tight ends, but I want to give you another name. Let's mix it up a little bit. And how about Jawan Johnson against the Tennessee Titans coming in at tight end 18? What do we love about him? Weird series of events. Jake Hayner gets suspended. Taysom Hill's a quarterback again. Meaning that Juwan Johnson is the number one tight end for the New Orleans Saints, getting Derek Carr coming in, new quarterback upgrade. And what does this guy do? 59 career catches, scores 11 touchdowns. When you're dumpster diving for tight ends, a touchdown is different between tight end four and tight end 19 on the week. I mean, it's a dangerous game streaming tight ends, but you guys are sickos. And I know a bunch of you are doing it, so I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you 18 straight dumpster dive tight ends. I'm going to feel gross about it. You're going to feel gross about it. We're not going to tell our friends about what we've done, but we're going to survive. So if you like this, this was just the tip. We're going to give you a full rundown next week. And for the next 18 weeks, we are going to give you these four players. We're going to keep ourselves accountable. So here's what I want for you. Hit those comments. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me what's what's gone awry. Tell me why you think I'm an idiot and put your own in there. But as for Juwan Johnson, let's finish up here. Who's he going to outscore? Chigger Conwell for one in this same game against the New Orleans Saints. Pat Frymuth against the aforementioned San Francisco 49ers defense. And then Dallas Goddard against the Patriots. And I love the Eagles this week. I'm a Patriots fan, but I love the Eagles. 
But what the Patriots do have is athletic safeties that can shut down the tight end. So Goddard's a real big fade for me this week. Next week, come back. Let's see how we did. Throw some insults around. Hit the chat. Tell me what you're thinking. But what I'd love to do, play along. Find your dumpster dives. Tell me who you think I missed. Tell me who you think is your smash starts. And let's come back next week and talk about it. We're going to have fun. There's going to be 18 weeks of weirdness, and I'm going to love it. I'm now with JWB. I'm with my friends. I've loved these guys forever, and now I'm a part of the team. Catch you next week. Every Thursday morning, you're going to get Dumpster Diving with Daddy released on our YouTube channel. You can find us there. Also, make sure in the video description, you check out the links where we have clips for every player and also a link to our JWB Discord. We can talk football with all of our readers and listeners. And then lastly, make sure to follow us at JWB underscore FF and check out our pin tweet. We can find all of our content you saw in the intro. This label is just full, full of great fantasy analysts. When I'm not on this channel, I'm asking them for fantasy advice. So make sure you check them out, win some championships, and come back and hang with me. It's going to be disgusting. You're going to feel gross. Let's head out of here. Go take a shower. Do something to make yourself feel better. But trust me, these four players... Fantasy trash today, fantasy gold tomorrow. Appreciate y'all. Check you out next week.